I want to say hi ladies, soul warriors, sisters, for joining us for this week's podcast. It is amazing for me to introduce Karen Regan to this week's podcast. She is a hypnotist and can not only help you with weight loss and stopping smoking and various other things that we go to a hypnotist for, but also for the spiritual journey. Hello, Karen. Hi, Claire. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Thanks for coming on. So uh, how long have you been in hypnotherapy for? Um, I got certified three years ago. Um, I was a life coach, and I did um, also a Reiki master. And I was working at a spa, and the spa owner said, you know, I really think you should get certified to be a hypnotist. She said, I just think, you know, people need it, and, and that would just be um, such a great tool to have in your toolkit. And, you know, I kind of brushed it off. Um, but then about a year later, something came across my, I want to say it was my Facebook page on um, a hypnotism class, and it was in my area. And I thought, you know what? Now was the right time. So that was about three years ago. Wow. That's... That's cool. I always thought, been interested in it, just never took the leap. Might get yeah, a little bit it's lost. It's really fascinating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because it all is about the hidden psyche and what we have hidden, where we can go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what do you actually specialize in, Karen? So as you said, although I can work with, you know, weight loss or smoking or um, eating, you know, all sorts of, of goals that people want to accomplish, um, what I've started to focus on recently, and I'll, t- and I'll tell you why, um, is taking people on what I call soul journeys, and that is putting them in a relaxed state, and then I take them on a journey to meet a spirit guide um, who has a message for them, a message that they need to hear. And that offers them hope and direction um, and just meaning and purpose. Because I feel like, especially now in today's world, people are just really um, struggling. Mm-hmm. And they're really looking for that, that hope and that purpose. And they just, they just can't seem to find it. And so when I take them on these soul journeys, they, they get a um, specific message just for them from their, from their guides. Because we all have guides. Everybody has a guide. At least one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. When I'm doing readings online, on the lives, and whole place just fills up for me with guides. It's like, oh my God, get out of here. (laughs) One at a time. So we do have multiple guides all stepping forward. And not just souls who passed over. We also have angelic, spirit guides, so many others. So do animal and spirit guides show up? Do you have angels show up? Yeah, you know what? Um, So I can do this a few different ways. Sometimes people just want a one-time journey, Mm -hmm. or I can do a package of three or six, and then we'll pick and choose, you know, do you want to meet your spirit guide? Do you want to meet deceased um, relatives? Um, So they can kind of pick and choose who they want to connect with. Wow. So what? Yeah, so I offer all sorts of packages. I love, I love the name Soul Journey, especially as you, this podcast is in the the Soul Warrior Tribe. It's just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, 
Have you found that your clients are just amazed or enlightened? How would you say that they felt afterwards? Would you say they feel calm or knowledge or? Yeah, I, so I worked with a woman this, this summer and um, she came to me for hypno-reiki. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, doing hypnotism while doing reiki on her. And we were just going to um, in, embed um, subliminal positive messages for her. But she was psychic, and she started getting messages from me. (laughs) And so I said to her, hey, would you be open to doing a soul journey? So she said, yeah, sure. And she actually connected with her um, deceased son who passed away when he was just days old. And he had this amazing message for her, and she was just so blown away and so relieved. And... um, so freed, I guess I could say. Mm. Damn. It was just so moving. Um, it was, it, you know, I was moved. She was moved. It was, it was amazing. That is powerful. That yeah, is incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, she's been harboring a lot of guilt and you know, just a lot of feelings for years. I mean, he passed away many, many years ago, and it just. Um, you know, it was just so freeing for her to connect with him. Absolutely. The, the, I can imagine the feeling of weight being lifted. Yes, indeed. So, um, so I think people can feel um, overwhelmed at times, too. Uh, I worked with a client last week. I took her on a soul journey, and she met her grandfather. Um, and he met, meant a lot to her. Mm. He was like a, a father figure to her. And, um, you know, she was just so overwhelmed because she wasn't expecting that. She wasn't expecting the message he gave her. And although it was a lovely and wonderful message, you know, she said, and, and she signed up for, for several, um, several soul journeys. And she said, I just, I need a little bit of time to process this before we do the next one. Mm. I can imagine. Because. Yeah. Um, um, you know, but it can be life-changing, Claire, you know, that, because people just hold on to this, these guilty feelings um, that, that sometimes, you know, come with, come with life. And, um, you know, it can just be so empowering to hear these messages of, of you know, let go. We want you to be happy. Mm. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you know, you think about it, when people are doing shadow work, self-esteem work, self-care, mirror work, right? This is an yeah. amazing tool to have a soul journey alongside any shadow work that you're going through as you're trying to unravel it to actually meet your guides and your guides to help you on your shadow work journey must be incredibly powerful because it will also help slot everything into place while you're on your shadow work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people get very stuck. Mm. Um, and so this just gives them that, um, that empowerment to be able to now move forward. And I worked with a woman a few weeks ago, and so I, I took her on a journey, and we were in a room, and I said to her, okay, what's in the room? And she said, nothing. It's completely black. I don't see anything. I'm alone. 
And I said, huh, okay, you're, you're by yourself. And she said, I am. And I said, are you, are you nervous? And she said, no, I'm very, very at peace. And I said, oh, you're in a womb. Mm-hmm. We're back in the womb. So I actually connected a woman um, with her being back in the womb. And when I, you know, when I spoke with her after, you know, she came out of, out of the, um, the hypnotism, she said, that makes total sense. She said, I'm actually adopted and uh, I have a lot of trauma from that. She said, so it made perfect sense to me. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we find that people, a lot of people who are adopted, um, I find that a lot of inner hidden trauma, a lot of, some of them carry a lot of guilt, and then some of them also carry a lot of, well, wasn't I good enough? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was it was really powerful. Um, I had never brought somebody back to the womb before, um, so it was really interesting to see that, um, and just to see how, how things shifted for her. Did it shift in her day-to-day life? It did. It did. Um, because, you know, she, she knows she needs to work on, um, on being adopted. Um, she had done some work on it, but she's doing more on it. She said, you know, that just really shone the light on, you know, here, here's what I need to focus on. Here's where I'm stuck. I've yeah. been stuck. I didn't know why. I didn't know how to move past being stuck. But this just showed me where I'm stuck. I think there's also times when, um, especially when we're coming back through like ancestral trauma that we've dragged through into this life, we don't know where we're stuck because we look at our life and we go, we say, well, we've had a life with its ups and downs, but why would I be so scared of, you know, horses, the sea, you know, for people, for different people, it's different things. When you can go back into like past lives or deep into hidden trigger trauma, then you can uncover it, but you wouldn't see therapists these days talk about EMDR. Well, we'll do EMDR to pull out the the healing for the memories that you can't remember, right? But it doesn't always help if we can go back we can go back in hypnotherapy and actually understand that memory, that trauma, or we can have it pointed out to us, or we can see it, then we can start to unravel it and put it back together and then heal it. I think that's incredibly powerful. Absolutely. I have a friend who's terrified of swimming. Um, she's tried several times to take swimming lessons. She really wants to get over this fear, and she just she just can't. She just cannot do it. And I would love to hypnotize her because I would suspect something happened in her past life where she drowned. Mm-hmm. That's my suspicion. Um, she's not quite ready for the hypnotism yet, um, but, but that would be my guess. Um, since she's tried so hard to get over it and she just can't seem to do it, I think it was a, a past life where she probably drowned. Oh, absolutely. I've had that. I had that when I was a child. <laughs> I couldn't even, I know it sounds really ridiculous when you grow up and you look back, but sometimes just flushing a toilet or watching the, the water run, run down a plug hole, it was yeah. like, whoa, no. And living on Long Island, 
for 14 years and then being at Robert Moses Parkway and on the beach, those waves are huge. They're like, <laughs> they're coming in from the Atlantic and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> and nice. you're looking at them and the first time I tried to get, I was like, I'm going to conquer this, I'm going to conquer this because here in the UK, it was always water wheels that scared me, you know, that whole work chunk, then whirring sound they make and the water and but I was kind of like, mm. but it was always like a rogue wave or deep water or watching a swimming pool being drained and then refilled. That would just terrify me. And then I went back and I was thinking, I have to do some work on this. And I did the shadow work. I actually started going astral traveling like way back into my previous lives and found that I had actually drowned off a big wave that had hit a galleon that I was on and I went into the water and when you see oh, wow. it you go Poof. so now I can deal with the waves at Robert Moses beach <laughs> I can yeah. um, field three I can do all of that and um, go on boats and everything and, and I've always been able to swim always been able to swim but it's just that deep deep water fear so i think the next thing i personally have to conquer is to go scuba diving and then uh, but yeah. it's always those rug waves when you hear of those big wall of water you just oof. so i understand where you're coming from on your client because it can be absolutely terrifying yeah for sure um so, so that's one of the things that we work on uh, with the soul journeys. The other thing I do is I work with um, a woman who, she, she's psychic. And so if somebody sends us a picture, we call it um, aura reading and energy clearing. Mm -hmm. So if you send us your picture, she can just look at your picture, get a read on you, and then I can hypnotize her and we can do an energy clearing on you. So you don't even need to be there. We do all the work. <laughs> That's wild, isn't it? Yeah, and she's amazing. Um, we just started working together recently. And um, so, you know, we kind of wanted to test the waters and see, you know, how accurate is she. Um, so we had some volunteers. And <laughs> it's funny. I, I worked on one of my coworkers, who I know her well, but her husband asked. If, if we would work on him. So we did. And we gave her the feedback. And she brought me back. And she said, no, no, you know, this doesn't make sense to me at all. So we thought, oh, oh dear, okay. Well, I guess we were wrong. Well, about a minute later, she, she texted back. And she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just spoke to my husband. And he said she was absolutely correct about everything. <laughs> she said, well, I guess, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so the woman that I work with is just amazing um, and it, it works well because when I hypnotize her um, you know I can I can take her to a journey where we can clear out the energy and, and help people move forward with energy clearing mm -hmm. so you just do do you do one on ones or are you branching out into actually doing like events with several people in events yet I have not done events. Um, this is usually one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so not that I wouldn't do events or, you know, even a, a Zoom or a group, um, but I just haven't gotten there yet. It's been a bit difficult this last couple of years trying to do events, right? <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's not easy still. Um, so it, it typically has been one-on-one over Zoom, um, you know, because people always ask me, can you hypnotize me over, over Zoom? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, yeah, yep, yes, I can. Yes. And, and, and I think that's a great point too, Claire, is people, people really have a, a misconception too on what hypnotism and being hypnotized is. You know, they think that they're going to be completely under with no control, um, which isn't true at all. Um, so I'm, I'm actually glad we're, we're talking about this. You know, I say to people, it's, it's really just a, a focused, um, a hyper-focused journey that I'm taking you on. But you can hear sounds around you. If you wanted to open your eyes, you could. Um, you know, you're, you're aware. You're in control the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really want people to, to know that because I think people think that I'm in control of them, and, and that's not true at all. They are in full control the whole time. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like a very it, – I've had it done years and years and years ago, but it does feel kind of like a very deep meditation. Exactly. It's just this really hyper-focused um, journey that you're, you're following my voice, you're listening to what I'm saying, you're along, you know, on the ride with me. But again, if someone knocked on your door, I mean, you, you would hear that, you know, your eyes would probably open. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, it's not like I'm controlling you um, or I'm going to make you do something that you don't want to do um, because that's just not how hypnotism works. You are always in full control. Absolutely. I understand that. So, so you can actually, being a life coach, you can help guide people after the journey too. Yes. So after the soul journey, I like to meet with them and work on next steps. So now that you've gotten this message, now that you've gotten this empowerment, what are you going to do with it? Um, because it doesn't do them any good if, if they don't take that next step. So that is part of the package is that we work together and talk about, okay, well, what are they going to do with this now? Mm. How are they going to move forward? Do you find that people do always move forward, or do you have some people who are just worried about taking further steps? Um, I mean, that makes, um, it all depends on the person, of course, but it also, um, it depends how much work people need to do on, whatever the topic is, you know, a lot of this is like peeling back an onion. Mm. And so it takes more than one time. It's not always a one and done. And now we can move on. Sometimes that onion needs to keep being peeled. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it just depends on what the situation is, how much trauma there is around it, how much work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I, I have spoken to people in the past who have been through, um, Traumatic events such as sexual assault, etc., and they are always like, "I do not want to revisit. I want to heal, but I don't want to revisit." How do you work around? Um, how do you work around this with the clients who come with this kind of trauma that they just know already the trauma, but they don't want to revisit? Yeah, with hypnotherapy, you're not revisiting it. Um, so we. So what I do um, is I, I have to put that put it on a screen. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're watching a movie, but they're detached. 
they're not going through the trauma again. Mm. Um, it, it's a detachment, and that helps them uh, be able to heal without having to go through it. Right. So they're never going to experience that trauma again through hypnotism, and that's what I'm there for, um, to guide them so that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So if they start to you know, get into that, um, that state where they're feeling the trauma, well, then I take them right out of it. Right. Absolutely, because I know some people would be like, I understand, I'm not going to revisit, but I'm scared. And so you explain it that you're not revisiting. Because a lot of people, a lot of women especially would be, I am scared of it in case I revisit. So that's really comforting to know for them that they wouldn't have to go back there in their no, mind. Yeah, no, no, you don't, you don't relive it. And again, you, you have that hypnotist that will be there to facilitate and guide you. And, you know, if anything starts to go down that path, then the hypnotism, me, um, takes you right out of it. Right. Perfect. This is really interesting as a, as a soul journey because uh, the soul warriors know that I do do past lives. And I think it's, they do know that I do past life um readings whereas i jump on the highway with them and i explain to them where they've been what they've done what they were doing why what they brought through with them um and it's interesting but they can't see it in their own mind's eye i mean i can explain it i often like will go on, <laughs> I'll often go on Pinterest afterwards and say, look, this is what I saw. And it was like this, 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 and this. And they end up with Pinterest images and um, Google Maps, screenshot Google Maps with me doodling all over it going, here you were with arrows. <laughs> and it's like that me trying to put those images into their mind so that they can see clearly what I'm talking about and I, I have managed to do it to the point where I had one client who had a past life in Spain and I explained the place and then as we were ending it I said while you're on the phone I'm going to try and find this flipping place because it's annoying me now and so I google mapped it and I said right where did I say we were we started at Barcelona and we headed down the coast and it was the harbour looked like this this and this and we and we both found it on our phones while we were Google mapping. And I was like, dang, man, that's where you were. <laughs> and I said, you were, you were standing on the harbor in a black cassock thing with a bright, wide black rimmed hat holding up a fish. And you were really fat. <laughs> and you were holding up this fish going, and this is the manner of life. And you had a whale of a time in that lifetime because it was so much food and alcohol and debauchery and everything going on for him and in the end he ended up getting on the plane and going to Spain and going to the town and he said it's exactly I didn't need a map and knew my way around the town wow that's incredible I was like yay dude (laughs) you know so it's always been kind of like um bit of a laugh they joke but he, in the end he was visited a couple of times and he said I just don't feel like I need the I have the need to go back there anymore like I understand why I was there and I've healed it but I don't need to revisit anymore and that was right. that was cool and so 
that's how for me it's sometimes it's difficult to put images smells um visualizations the videos that i can see as a psychic medium putting it into somebody's mind going look this is exactly how it looks you know i had one client sitting at the bottom of, of a tree with goats barring in the, like bleating in a tree and i'm like goats in trees she was in morocco so it just didn't make sense at the time you come out with this imagery that just doesn't make sense at the time and then you have to research it but with your clients this is really good because they're already seeing it i wouldn't have to explain to the client who sat under the tree with goats in the tree branches above her she would yeah, just yeah. be able to look up and see the goats <laughs> bleating <laughs> in the tree. Yeah, um, <laughs> the client that I worked with over the summer, she actually, she, so she could get somewhat of a vision. She kept getting this vision of um, a farm. Mm. But she knew it wasn't an animal farm, but she wasn't sure what kind of farm. So when we did these soul journeys, she did six of them with me. She, we finally got to the point where she could see herself walking into this farm, and it was an herb farm, and she could smell the herbs, and she could feel and hear the leaves crunching under her feet, and she could actually experience it with all of her sensories. Hmm. And she said, I've never gotten this far before. She said, I got to a certain point, but you got me to where I could see the whole vision. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Wow. So, yeah, so she, she could really um, hear and smell. And, um, yeah, she could, all of her senses, she could feel it with all of her senses. It was, it was amazing. That must have been amazing to smell a herb farm. Yeah, she said, wow, I can just, I, I can smell it. She said, I'm walking down the driveway, the leaves on the ground. Um, I can feel them under my feet. I can hear them crunching. Um, she said, and I can just smell all the amazing herbs. Um, she said, it's an herb farm. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And she was just amazed. She knew it wasn't a, an animal farm. Mm. But she knew it was some sort of a farm. And uh, she said, okay. That's, that's what I need to be working with, is, is an herb farm. Wow. So is this what she's now planning on doing? Yeah, she's in corporate, and she's still trying to make the, you know, um, make that transition in her mind that, mm. that she can actually do this. Um, she hates her, her corporate job. And uh, so that's where the life coaching comes in, is that now that, now that she's gotten this, this vision, Mm. And it feels true and it feels authentic to her. Um, that's what I'm saying is, okay, now we need to work on what, what are your next steps? What, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do it? Do you even want to do it? So, so that's where the coaching comes in. Dreams are really good as long as you know that dreams are like, um, dirty, mucky, you got to get yourself um, in the trenches, you know, it's not just, um, when we have a dream about doing something or going something or taking something to a next level, it's not just a case of, you know, manifesting, clicking your fingers and going, well, here I am, you know, there's a lot of hard work and toil that goes in 
behind it and when people are making a jump out of corporate it's really scary as to like where do I start in all of this yeah it, it can be really scary mm. um you know I keep saying she's got the golden handcuffs on you know mm. she's got this job that she hates but it pays great money um so you know to give that up to to work on this dream that she has um that's scary um and it's scary to do it by herself so so working with a coach and, and taking those small steps, um, you know, can be really helpful. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I and I say to people, I've got a few clients at the moment who are jumping out of main, you know, nine to five jobs and going for the dream, in, in including life coaching, but specialist life coaching. And um, I'm like, just start it while you're in corporate just start it a little bit mm -hmm. start planning you know that's what vision boards are for in january you just are you know not just for january but we do them in in our tribe in january but that's what the vision boards are there for if you're going to start something on the side start planning it in the background because a lot of people will just go oh to hell with this and jump in straight feet first and then sink Absolutely. I mean, I was in corporate for 35 years, mm -hmm. so I, you know, I know where, where folks are coming from. Mm -hmm. um, and I've made the leap from corporate to, you know, holistic and, and healing work. Um, so I, so I understand, I know, I know, um, the scariness of it, but I also know it's possible mm -hmm. uh, because I've done it myself. Um, so I also work in, in a hospital and I offer Reiki to the patients there and the nurses. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I do, do, a bunch of, do a bunch of different healing work, but, but I have gotten out of corporate completely. Um, so it's, it's definitely possible to do. You know, it's so nice to actually, and I'm sure you, you'll be here with, along with me on this one, it's so nice to step away from something that you know you do well. You know you do it really well, but it's just not you any longer. Yes. And, I mean, how many people do we know that are in jobs that they absolutely hate and they dread going to every day? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are millions of people. I gave a class many, many years ago on discovering your passion. And it was at the local library, and I think 19 people signed up. And I had about 40 show up. It was my biggest class um, because people just, they just don't know what their passion is. They don't know what they want to do. They don't like what they're doing. Right. And then you say to them, what do you want to do? And then they stuck, which is why hypnotherapy comes in, because they can dive deep into their psyche to find out really what they're good at and what they're passionate about. They can find out. Life becomes so overwhelming sometimes that you can't see the wood for the trees. Do you, do you not think? Absolutely. Because if you ask people, what do you want to do? I mean, before they even think about it, they say, I don't know. I don't know. I would be doing it if I knew. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hypnotherapy can, can really help with that and, and just tap into, you know, who do you want to be? That's just such a different question than what do you want to do? Who, who do you want to be? Yeah. Because I get asked this a lot. Will I find my forever partner? And, and I'm like, you know, that's really difficult. Because no one really is a forever partner, you know. Am I going to stay with them forever and this and and in, and they're very excited. And I'm like, forever? 
you know, we outgrow as we evolve, as we age, we outgrow, we change. We're not the person that we were when we were 20. So, you know, it's always that changing and, and evolving. And if you ask the same person, like every decade, what are you? Who are you now? It would be completely different. And to try and step into their new authentic selves is like, well, who am I? Who is my truth? Who is my authentic self now? Absolutely. I mean, I was married for 20 years. Unfortunately, my husband passed away three years ago. Um, but but you're right, Claire. I mean, I changed so much. You know, uh, he was a, a corporate man. We worked together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in corporate when I met him. And then I started getting into all this healing modalities. And, you know, he was kind of looking at me and like, who the heck are you? <laughs> You know, and, and it can be hard um, when when somebody's growing in a different direction or, or becoming a different person that they that they met and married. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm thankful he was very open to that and, and that he knew that was really who I was. Mm-hmm. He could see corporate wasn't for me. He knew that. Um, so I'm very blessed that that he was, you know, um, so supportive in, in me taking a different direction. But. But yeah, I can see how, how <laughs> you know, people grow and change, as, as you said, as years go on. Um, yeah, and, and then there's some people, well, um, uh, I'll put myself into this. There's some people who have gifts um, and haven't been able to step forward until later on in life to be able to say, I have the gifts, or to feel safe enough to say that you have the gifts. And even now, some people are frowned upon when they say, oh, I have a gift of whatever the gift may be. You know, so when you actually have been in the corporate world or, you know, kind of management world, or for me, it was mortgages. I had my own mortgage company um, with, like, uh, 10, 20 guys working for me. It was kind of a big mortgage organization. I had that. And then I go to New York and I'm like, you know what? To hell with all of this senior loan officing. It's just not me anymore. And stepped out into my spiritual self. I had always done it in the background, but like we're saying, it takes that leap of faith to say, well, I was always a mortgage broker. And then to step forward and say, um, not not anymore. I'm going to actually be true and authentic to myself. You need guidance. And I always say this to people, you need a life coach, you need a guidance coach, you need somebody there to hold your hand while you're going through these transitions in life. Because if you go through it on your own, then you can get lost in the woods. But if you have somebody who's guiding you, then you're no longer going to get lost. And if you do feel like you're getting lost, a life coach or a guidance, you know, a spiritual guidance, they're going to pull you back onto the path and go, yo, you took the wrong turn in there, come back, right? Yeah, you know, I, I've had a coach for years myself, and I just love to be coached. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody asks me that. Do you have a coach? And yes. And mm-hmm. honestly, Claire, I mean, what, what better is spending one day a week just talking about um, you and your goals and your wants and your needs and having somebody support you. Um, I mean, I, I look forward every week to, to talking to my coach. Mm-hmm. It's um, absolutely yeah. self-care 
self-love, which is what so many people are absolutely lacking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I, when I had my coaching business, um, self-care was the primary focus. And honestly, you know, people ask me all the time, um, my, my husband was put on life support at the end, and a lot of people said to me, you know, how, how did you get through that time? Mm. And I said, honestly, it was self-care. It was taking the best care of myself as I possibly could, um, because people tend to work on self-care when things are going well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to, to do self-care when things are going great, but you need it the most when things are not going great. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really tried to take care of myself while, while he was in the hospital, while he was um, on life support. And so I could make the best decisions for him so I could have a clear head um, and, and, and make the best decisions for, for him and the family. So self-care is so important, and I, and I just can't stress it enough. Absolutely. And I'm sorry for your loss of your husband, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's difficult when we walk through life with people and then suddenly they're no longer there to walk through, through life with. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough. Um, but, but uh, you know, I read a book when, when he first was sick and uh, it actually gave me a lot of faith. And it was, um, it was really talking about how, and my dad had said this years ago, too. We said, Karen, you know, when, when we're born, we think that we're going to grow to be old. Mm -hmm. He said, we just assume we're going to grow to be old. He said, but not, that's not everybody's path. Mm -hmm. that's, not what, that's not what everybody is, is meant to be here for. And so this book that I read just gave me faith that Dan, my husband, was here for me as long as he was. And, and he taught me what, what he needed to teach me. Mm-hmm. And now it was time for him to, to move on on his journey. But I still have a journey here. Yeah. You know, he, he took me to a certain point in that journey. But now now I have another journey. Now I have another chapter. Yes. Um, and so, you know, that's, you know, of, of course, I, I'm sad he passed on and our journey ended. But but I am open-minded to see that, okay, he... he he and I had our journey, and, and it it ended where it should have. And now I have one of my own that, that I need to go on. Yeah, yeah. But even though they, they've passed over, we know that they are still with us, guiding us. And now that they're a, a spirit guide for us, like my father's passed over, I know he's a spirit guide for me. He's not here in the physical. Yeah. But they still... They still hang around and they still mess around with our things and play our stupid music and you know, <laughs> they never leave us. It's just that, you know, most people, that, I mean, I see them and, and hear them and everything else. I know most people don't, but I'm like, yeah, dude, I know you're here, you know. <laughs> they start yeah, playing pranks. I've had, like, yeah, I've had visits. Um, in my dreams from Dan, and I, you know, I, I can tell what's a dream and what's a visit. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I was just telling someone last night I had one this summer from him, and um, I remember, I remember in the in the dream touching his hand, and I remember saying, "Oh my God, I can feel you!" Mm. Like I could feel the warmth, and I could feel his hand was solid. Mm. And I remember saying, "I can feel you!" Oh my God, you're here! I can feel you! Mm. And I knew that that was a visit. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. And the powerful. Yeah. They are. They are powerful. When they come and visit, they're powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So our, our, you know, crossed over loved ones are definitely um, spirit guides for us, and and be taking people on soul journeys. They they can connect to that. Um, you know, my client this summer who connected to her um, deceased um, baby. Yeah. It's wild, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's really incredible what what you know therapy can do, um, and, and just how how healing it can be in so many different ways. Exactly. So I'm going to put. I want to say a huge thank you for spending some time with us here today, and I'm also going to be putting some links below in the description so that anybody can get in touch with you can and if they want to book a soul journey with you they also can um i want to say a huge huge thank you for taking your time today it's been an absolute pleasure and so interesting as well yeah thank you so much for having me i love chatting about it love talking to people about it um it's just incredible to see the the changes and empowerment in um you know, it leaves people with. So, um, you know, if anyone wants to reach out, I'd be happy to chat with them about it. So thank you. Thank you.